Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Naughty Elf by Golden Angel Clementine Goldenslay, Christmas Elf, formerly in the Young Boys Toy Department, had been transferred to the Naughty Adult Toys Department three and a half weeks ago, and she was having a seriously problem. It had all started when her good friend, Flurry Silverstocking, had come to Clementine for help. She was overworked and exhausted, because more naughty toys were being made than ever before. Clementine, being a good friend, had immediately offered to help her out, and the two of them had come up with a gorgeous wooden paddle for spanking naughty, or fun naughty, bottoms. The paddle they created had holes all throughout its structure, but instead of the normal round holes, they were shaped like hearts, hollies, or even Christmas trees. Apparently Santa had loved them and, as soon as he found who Flurry's helper was, had immediately ordered Clementine's transfer. The naughty toy department was in need of an awful lot of help. Which was great. Clementine had a very naughty mind and was having a lot more fun than she had in the young boys' toy department. While she'd had fun there, naughty toys suited her perfectly. At least, it had at first, but now the more she worked there, the more her imagination went wild, and the hornier she felt. The upside was that her sexual frustration led to all sorts of fun and fantastical Christmas-themed creations jingle bell weights for nipple clamps, a candy cane-striped edible dildo, a reindeer riding crop, complete with a leather flap cut in the shape of reindeer horns, but the downside was that she was so horny it was becoming more and more of an effort not to just make off with all the toys to use on herself. The head of the department didn't help either. Fleet Winterdeer wasn't one of Santa's top reindeer, but he did fill in for his cousin Dasher whenever the other shifter wasn't able to perform at his peak levels. All of the reindeer shifters had fill-ins for the same reason, but Clementine had never been as attracted to any of the others she'd met as she was to Fleet. I in his reindeer form he was made of muscle, with gorgeously arrayed antlers, and a sleek coat of brown fur. In human form, he was still all muscle but his hair was shaggy and he had constant scruff decorating his jawline that she wanted to run her hand across, and he dressed in tightly fitted jeans and t-shirts showing off his incredible body. He was also always a gentleman in his own gruff way, taking care of everyone in his department, always understanding of any problems anyone was having, always there to lend a hand when it was needed. All of the female elves in the department lusted after him, but he'd never shown any interest in any of them. Clementine had even heard one or two of the scorned elves saying he must not like females, because they couldn't fathom him not being interested in them for any other reason. She didn't know the truth. All she knew was that being around him on a daily basis wasn't helping her current situation. But she also did her best work when he was there, her imagination running rampant with all the naughty things she'd like to do with him. You realize if she's offended or feels pressured because you're her supervisor, she could end up requesting to be transferred. Santa asked, peering sternly at Fleet over his half-moon glasses. People always remembered the jolliness and good cheer and forgot that he also tracked miscreants and misbehavior. Not that Fleet was trying to misbehave, exactly, although he wouldn't mind being very naughty with a certain elf, which was how he'd ended up sitting across from Santa's desk. I understand, sir, he said, but I'm pretty sure she's my mate and my reindeer is becoming more and more frantic. If I don't at least try, I may be the one needing a transfer soon. Santa sighed heavily but there was a small smile on his lips. He had a reputation for being a bit of a romantic. Very well, said Santa. If she really is your mate, she's going to be feeling a pull too. And as much as I'd hate to lose her brilliant imagination in the department, I'm not sure it's the best fit for her. She seems agitated lately. So if she tells you to bugger off and decides to switch departments, it won't be a total loss. The idea of her switching departments had his reindeer's hooves violently clattering inside his head, like it was banging on the inside of Fleet's skull, trying to get out. Normally his other side was pretty docile, uninterested in Fleet's occasional girlfriends, and just happy to get out and play in the snow. That had all changed the day Clementine Golden Slay had stepped into his department. The second his deer had gotten a whiff of her delicious cinnamon scent, it had turned into a demanding nag driven by sexual frustration. On top of smelling like cinnamon, she was also incredibly beautiful, with a very nice set of curves, which Christmas elves were known for it was all the cookies and peppermints, and white curls surrounding a heart-shaped face. She was also as kind, giving, and sweet as she was beautiful, with a wicked imagination. 
Even if his reindeer hadn't gone berserk inside his head, he wasn't sure he would have stood a chance. That they also spent all their time together surrounded by naughty toys and clothing didn't help the situation at all. He couldn't look at a single thing within his department without wanting to see it or use it on Clementine. His reindeer wanted to infuse her natural cinnamon smell with his own, to ensure everyone knew exactly who she belonged to. That there were more elves than shifters around didn't matter to the animal. Fleet winced, remembering how he'd been unable to keep his other half from marking a border around her house the last time he'd shifted. In urine, the other reindeer thought it was hilarious. Fortunately, none of them teased him about any of it they were all a lot more careful about teasing and bullying after the whole thing with Rudolph. Thank you, sir. Fleet managed to say, very carefully not thinking about the possibility of Clementine leaving the department. It was late enough that everyone else had gone home. Clementine was still there though, pretending to examine a leather paddle with snowflakes imprinted on its surface. Because it was leather, it would take quite a swing to leave a trail of snowflakes behind on someone's skin. She almost whimpered, her thighs clenching as her pussy spasmed at the thought. Sighing, she looked up at the clock. Maybe Fleet wasn't coming back tonight. She'd been trying to tell herself she wasn't just hanging around to see him, but it was time to admit the truth. She definitely had been hoping he'd come back after his meeting with Santa and she'd catch a glimpse of him, and now it was time to give up, what she wouldn't give to have him come back, find her here working late, and spank her with the leather paddle she was holding for working herself too hard. Her nipples tingled, turning into hard little points as her pussy clenched emptily again. As she started to put the paddle down, she hesitated. And no one else was here, right? And Fleet wouldn't be coming back. Would it really be so wrong to test out the paddle on herself? Just to see what it felt like? Just to add a little extra oomph to her fantasy so that when she went back to her room and pulled out her trusty vibrator there would be a little something extra in sensation. Looking around, a small thrill curled in her stomach. Empty. The whole department was empty. No one else was in the warehouse. Still, she scurried over to one of the corners, which was mostly hidden by large piles of wrapped gifts. Just in case someone walked in. Although, the possibility of being caught also added a little fill-up to the scenario. A little dash of extra excitement. Bending forward, she leaned one elbow on the table twisting her body slightly so she could hold the paddle and swing at her own bottom. bottom.ap.it was awkward and only stung a little, but she still liked it. Definitely enough to do it again. Thwop. She closed her eyes, spreading her legs a little to get a more balanced stance so she could swing a little harder. Thwop. Gasping, she swung the paddle again, lifting her bottom up to meet it. In her mind's eye, she was bent over in front of Fleet, who was sternly unamused at her late hours, admonishing her for not taking better care of herself. Thwop. Her pussy pulsed as the sting sank a little deeper, a little better. Oh, Fleet. She didn't even realize she'd whispered his name until a deep voice responded. Yes, sweetheart? Shrieking, Clementine jumped about a foot in the air, both sets of her cheeks now burning. It had probably been rude to watch Clementine with the leather paddle, but Fleet really hadn't meant to. He'd gotten back to the department, expecting to find it empty, so he could plan how he was going to approach Clementine tomorrow, and instead he'd smelled her scent so strongly he'd known she was still there. Then his ears had picked up some very strange noises coming from the far corner. When he'd seen her bent over, using the paddle on her own sweet ass, he'd literally frozen until she'd said his name. Then his heart had done about thirty flips inside his chest in the space of three seconds and he'd answered her before he could really think about it, the hot blush on her cheeks as she stared at him in dismay, arousal. And a tiny bit of hope was the cutest thing he'd ever seen. He was torn between wanting to tear off her clothes and ravage her or just take her in his arms and cuddle her. I, I, I. She seemed incapable of speech and when she licked her lower lip, obviously trying to think, Fleet's cock finally won his inner battle. You know, Clementine, if you wanted to test some of the toys, all you had to do was ask. He said, giving her his most wicked grin as he walked towards her. I'm more than happy to use any of them with you. He wasn't feeling quite as confident as he was acting, but having heard his name on her lips while she literally spanked himself had made him feel like his chances were pretty good right now. As long as she wasn't so embarrassed she ran. She seemed frozen to the spot though, head tipping back so she could keep looking him in the eyes as he approached, her blush getting brighter and brighter. I, she whispered, reaching out and taking her by the hips, Fleet pulled her firmly against him, and she let out a soft moan as she felt his rock-hard cock digging into her belly. Last chance to run, sweetheart. He murmured, very slowly lowering his lips to hers. This wasn't how he planned to tell her he liked her, but hey, improv wasn't necessarily a bad thing. And he was giving her plenty of time to run if she didn't want him. 
But before his lips even made it to hers, her eyelashes fluttered shut, and she was lifting her mouth up to meet his, letting his control slip away with a groan. Fleet claimed her lips in a bruising kiss, his tongue sliding into mouth as his hands slid around to her back, holding her tightly against him. Inside his head, his reindeer was snorting and bucking with approval and excitement. The scent of cinnamon filled his nose as she moaned and squirmed against him, the paddle clattering to the floor as her hands came up to slide into his hair and Fleet practically went weak-kneed as she got a good grip on the silky strands and kissed him back for all she was worth. The kiss went on and on, until Fleet had to pull away because he was about three seconds from actually ripping off all her clothes and mating her right then and there. Breathing hard, they both stared at each other. She looked a little worried. Sweetheart, if you don't want to come home with me right now, this is the time to say so. Her eyes lit up. I want to. Every part of Fleet cheered, especially his reindeer. He didn't think he could be any happier, until her next words dash. Can we bring the paddle? Despite discreetly pinching herself multiple times with increasing roughness, Clementine still didn't wake up, which meant she really wasn't dreaming. Which meant she was actually walking, hand in hand, with Fleet Winterdeer, who had caught her paddling herself, kissed the ever-loving stuffing out of her, and then told her he wanted to take her home. Maybe she'd somehow snorted some really high-grade magical drugs accidentally while she was in the warehouse. If so, she didn't ever want to wake up from this hallucination that they'd been walking so fast they hadn't really been able to talk even if Clementine had been able to overcome her suddenly. Shy tongue-tiedness. She hadn't had a lot of time to come up with something to say there. Fleet's little house was really close to the department. When he pulled her inside, his hazel eyes were practically glowing gold with excitement and arousal. He had one hand firmly holding hers, while the other carried a small sack filled with all the naughty toys a girl could wish for. Well, maybe not all, but a really darn good selection. Using everything the warehouse had to offer would take way too long. What's that expression for? He asked, dropping the sack in her hand so he could help her take her coat off. Unlike the shifters, who ran hot, elves still needed a little bit of extra clothes to deal with the harsh North Pole weather. Not like humans, but Clementine always had a jacket on hand to walk to and from work, although she hadn't really needed it for this short trip. I'm having trouble believing this is happening. She confessed, blurting out the truth because it still seemed way too surreal. I didn't even think you'd really notice me. I mean, I know you knew who I was, because you know who everyone in the department is, but I never would have thought you'd give me a second glance, it's not like Dash. He cut off her rambling with another kiss, moving into her quickly that she squeaked against his lips in surprise, and felt the deep rumble of his chuckle through his broad chest where her hands were pressed against it. The man could kiss. And he tasted so good. Like clean fresh air and peppermint. She returned the kiss eagerly, relaxing against him as she could feel his massive bulge pressing eagerly against her. There was absolutely no question that the man wanted her and Clementine was just happy to be along for the ride right now. She was too horny not to be totally on board with whatever he wanted, and if there were consequences, well those were for future Clementine to deal with. Present Clementine considered this a present, one she wanted. When he pulled away she was panting, all her lady parts felt swollen and aching, and she knew she couldn't be dreaming. If she'd been dreaming, her extreme arousal would have woken her up by now even if pinches hadn't. Trust me, sweetheart, this is definitely happening and I definitely notice you he said, his hands caressing up and down her back, distracting her as he spoke. My reindeer has been lusting after you since I met you and it only took me about five seconds to follow in his good sense. I just didn't know what to do about it at first, especially since you're technically working under me, so I went to see the big guy about it first. The big guy? She asked, feeling a little dazed as he suddenly tugged her shirt upwards, pulling it off impatiently and immediately running his warm hands down the smooth skin of her back. The sensation of his callous palms and fingers on her soft skin made her moan. Santa, he said, lowering his head to kiss along the sides of her neck. She tilted her head, her eyes half-lidded to give him better access. I wanted to report to him in case there was a problem with fraternization. He gave me the go-ahead. What? She asked blinking, trying to make sense of what Fleet was saying. When was this? Tonight. The back of her brow was undone with one quick movement, and then Fleet's hands were on her breasts as he moved his lips down her chest, drawing her brow off. Your meeting with Santa tonight was about me? She asked, her voice squeaking again, completely odd. I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep my hands off you much longer he said, his voice rough as he licked pathways over the tops of her breasts. Cupping the mounds, he kneaded them between his fingers, making her want to fall over from the pleasure he was sparking inside of her. She moaned, clutching at his hair again, which he seemed to really like, 
as he sucked one pink nipple into his mouth. That seemed to set him off, and the next thing Clementine knew, she was backed up against the wall, and Fleet was practically feasting on her breasts. She moaned writhed, tugged at his hair which drove him wild as he began to frantically work on the front of her pants. As soon as he could, he was pushing them down her hips and legs, and Clementine was already near orgasm when he kissed his way up her inner thighs, his strong hands parting her legs and using the wall to carry her weight as he pressed his mouth against her pussy and licked. His rough tongue felt like heaven, and she practically sobbed as he feasted on her, his mouth and tongue working overtime to lap at her cream. Her sensitive swollen flesh, unused to stimulation, was practically singing Gloria in response. Moaning, she arched against his lips, her shoulders pressing against the wall, as her pleasure surged. When he sucked her clit into his mouth, pulling on the tiny, sensitive bud with hard, short sucks, she screamed as fireworks burst in front of her eyes, little explosions bursting from her core and spreading throughout her entire body. It was heavenly rapture, much-needed pleasure, his mouth doing much more to satisfy the aching need she'd had building for the past few weeks than any of her personal stimulation had done. Slowly she came down from her orgasmic high, as Fleet gave her sensitive folds long, slow licks that sent little, smaller tremors of pleasure through her, with a long sigh. She felt her weight settle back onto her own feet, and she gave him a dreamy smile as he stood back up, licking his lips. The expression in his eyes was almost desperate, and Clementine knew exactly what she wanted to do next. My turn, she said, dropping to her knees. Fleet nearly whimpered at the sight of his curly hair, naked, winter goddess kneeling before him, her hands already on the front of his pants, working to free his rampant cock. The sweet, cinnamon taste of her was embedded into his brain along with her scent. Somehow he already knew he'd never be able to smell or taste it again without an instant hard-on. She was absolutely stunning, all soft curves and silky skin, with pretty pink nipples and pussy, and just the smallest bit of white curly fluff above her slit. Wait, he said, his voice hoarse as she got her slim fingers wrapped around his dick, pulling it free of his pants. She looked up at him, a tiny fro appearing on her brow, big blue eyes questioning. What's wrong? Nothing is wrong, he said, reluctantly pulling his hips and throbbing erection away from her hand so he could step to the side and grab the sack of toys. I just, since we have this, I have a very particular fantasy. Clementine's baby blues lit up and Fleet rummaged around in the back, only take a few moments to find the little box he wanted. What is it? She asked, still kneeling on his plush carpet, her face alight with curiosity. Despite having just orgasmed, her nipples were still tightly butted, which Fleet was glad to see. He had just the thing he wanted to decorate them with. Jewelry, he said, opening the box and holding it out for her to see. Very specific jewelry. The two loops for her nipples were silver, connected by a thin gold chain that intersected with another thin gold chain which had a delicate wire creation at its end, a little silver bell hanging from where they attached. Another blush heated her face as he picked it up, causing the bell to jingle very lightly. Her mouth made a cute little O as she realized where all the parts were supposed to go. A few minutes later, as Fleet finally slid his cock between her pouting lips, her nipples were tightly butted and turning a darker pink in the confines of the loops, the chain dangling between them down to her pussy where the clip had her pussy lips spread open and every one of her movements made the little bell jingle and swing, tapping against her swollen clit. Without his shifter hearing, he would never have been able to hear the bell above his own groans and her muffled moan, which would have been a disappointment. He loved hearing its tiny tinkle, knowing that each time he did the little silver charm was tapping against her clit, and causing the vibrating moans which stimulated his cock as he slid himself back and forth in her mouth. As horny as he was, as pent up as his lust for her had been, he was already having trouble holding on to his self-control and he was very glad he hadn't just gone straight for her pussy. He honestly wasn't sure he would have been able to take more than a few strokes before embarrassing himself, since Clementine was now distracted by her new jewelry. He was actually managing to hold off the tingling in his balls and enjoy the wet heat of her mouth, the caress of her tongue along the underside of his cock, as she sucked him. Her hands pressed against his thighs as he thrust deeper between her lips, his hands using her silken white curls to move her mouth along his length, keeping her from the fast pace she obviously wanted to set. Staring down at her, he memorized the picture she made, eyes glazed with growing arousal, her pink nipples growing pinker by the second, cheeks hollowing as she sucked him, her lips swollen and tightly sealed around his cock. Fuck she was fucking gorgeous. Despite his intention to draw the blow job out for as long as possible, his own bodily urges and his dear's lust were overtaking him and he found himself moving faster, thrusting into her mouth with abandon. When she pressed forward, taking the tip of him into her throat, he threw back his head, shouting out with surprised ecstasy, 
and his fingers tightened on her scalp, holding her in place as his balls emptied in hot pulses of pleasure. Clementine's throat worked, drinking him down, her hands sliding around to the backs of his thighs to keep him close, like she couldn't possibly get enough of him. You are amazing, he said when she finally slid his softening cock from her mouth. You're not so bad yourself, she teased. He helped her to her feet, and her eyes nearly crossed as the tugging on her nipples and pussy lips, along with the bell swinging against her clit sent her arousal up another notch. Fleet could smell her sweet musk, making his cock start to harden again already as his reindeer's mating instinct kicked right back in, no matter that he just come harder than he ever had in his entire life. Let's go upstairs, he said, holding out his hand for her to take. He wanted her in his bed, his private space. Her scent spread across his sheets and his scent all over her. Grasping his hand, she took one step and then gasped. The little sound of the bell told him exactly what had just happened and he grinned widely, holding tight to her hand when she tried to pull it away. Can I take off the jewelry? She asked, a little hesitantly. No. He scooped up the sack. Come on, sweetheart. We've got more toys to play with. She was going to die. Was it possible for someone to become so aroused they died? Because she really felt like she was well on the way there. Every step was pure erotic torment as her breasts jiggled and the chain connecting all her jewelry stimulated her most sensitive bits. The loops tugged at her nipples, the labia jewelry felt like it tightened on her swollen folds, and the damned little bell kept knocking on her clit. With her pussy lips parted, it swung freely against the sensitive bud, making her knees shake and her sadistic reindeer lover grin widely, which meant she was determined to bear it. How could she not when it made him look at her with such heat in his eyes, his cock already hardening, his gorgeous, gorgeous cock which she desperately wanted inside of her? Having him in her mouth had been glorious, his thick length pulsing against his tongue, his hot, sweet cream pouring down her throat. Now she wanted him in her pussy. She ate to be filled, stretched, plundered. Be why the time they reached the bedroom, she was a hot mass of need. Fuck you're so hot, he whispered, pulling her into his arms for a hot kiss. Clementine cried out in pleasure, and just a touch of pain as his chest hair abraded her oversensitive nipples, the press of his body against hers causing the chains to tug and pull at her already aching bits. His tongue thrust into her mouth, conquering her with a kiss, as his hardening cock rubbed across her belly. Please, she begged when he finally released her lips, which felt as swollen as the rest of her. I need you inside me, fleet. His dark eyes flashed and for a moment she thought he would, but then he shook his head, his shaggy hair flying. No, sweetheart, I want to play with you first. After all, you've been very naughty tonight. Clementine whimpered as her pussy pulsed in response, her bottom already tingling. She knew very well that he had the paddle she'd been using on herself earlier packed away in the sack currently laying at their feet. Bend over the bed, Clementine. Propped up on her elbows to keep her swollen nipples from brushing against his dark green comforter, Clementine was panting for breath as she tilted her ass up. She still couldn't quite believe her fantasy was about to come true. More than one fantasy, really. She'd known Fleet was an alpha reindeer, but she hadn't realized just how wetly submissive he would make her feel. It was like he knew all the right buttons to push. Hands cupped her buttocks and she moaned as he kneaded her soft flesh, readying her cheeks for a spanking. One finger stroked down her crease in the center, coming to rest over the crinkled rose of her anus and Clementine gasped at the intimate, arousing sensation. Ever had anything in this pretty little hole? Fleet asked, rubbing the pad of his finger over the opening in question, stimulating nerve endings she hadn't known existed. No. Clementine answered, gasping again as his finger pressed inward, the pressure feeling intensely erotic. Well then I have just the toy for tonight, but just so you know, one day I'm going to pop this pretty cherry. A shiver of pleasure went through her for multiple reasons. Her body was reacting to his seductive tone and the way his finger felt rubbing and pressing on that spot as well as knowing he'd picked out a toy for her asshole. She also couldn't help but thrill to his assertion that there would be more of this in the future. Clementine was doing her best not to have any expectations, but that didn't mean she was without wants and she definitely wanted more of Fleet. She wanted as much of him as she could have. Rustling sounded behind her, and then Fleet was leaning over her, holding out what she almost thought was a Christmas decoration at first. See? A pretty little ornament for your pretty little virgin bottom. The satisfaction in his voice was impossible to miss, as was the amusement. Clementine felt her own lips twitching. The plug had been shaped and painted like a teardrop ornament with green, red, and gold stripes and spangles across its surface. The base had a pretty red gem glinting, which would be the only part showing once it was inside of her. It wasn't very large, 
but she still felt a little nervous as one of Fleet's thick fingers, slick with lube, prodded her virgin entrance. Oh. She gasped out, her hands clenching into fists as the tiny opening stretched out. It didn't hurt, but it wasn't quite comfortable, and yet it kind of felt good. The slight burn of being opened was erotically charged, and the arousal still throbbing in her body helped to transmute the slight sting to a pleasurable sensation. Fleet's finger pushed deeper, and she moaned again at the strange, wicked feeling of him burrowing into her darkest hole, where no man had ever touched her before. His finger pumped, twisted, and she whimpered at the new sensations, her hole clenching around him, her pussy on fire with need and squeezing emptily with envy. That's it. Relax and open up for me, Clementine. Your ass is so tight I can feel you cutting off the blood to my finger. It's so hot. I can't wait to get my cock in here one day. She gasped and moaned again as he suddenly bent and scraped his teeth over her ass not quite biting, but almost. Clementine hadn't felt anything quite like it before, but her ass tingled where his teeth nipped, and she spasmed around his finger. A as soon as his finger was moving easily in her tight channel, her moans growing steadily louder at the perversely arousing sensation of being penetrated in the wrong hole, he pulled it out and replaced it with the tip of the plug. Breathe, sweetheart he said coaxingly as he pushed the plug gently forward. It was narrower than his finger at its tip, but felt a lot bigger as it moved inward. The rubber was cooler than his flesh and not as giving either. Clementine moaned as her sphincter stretched some more, stinging slightly, and Fleet worked the plug back and forth, pushing it a little deeper and opening her a little more with each thrust. It felt so much bigger than it had looked, and she cried out as the thickest part moved past her guarded muscle, which quickly closed tightly around the neck, holding the plug inside of her. She felt so unexpectedly full, stretched, and yet empty at the same time. Oh. Fleet. A tremor went down her spine as she sighed out his name. Sweet Christmas morning, she was trying to kill him, in his head, his reindeer was in the throes of ecstasy just hearing her saying him that way, and he wasn't far behind the beast. Ours. Claim her. Made her. Fleet pushed the impulse away. Strangely enough, declaring his intentions to Clementine while she was bent over in front of him after he just plugged her bottom which was now up in the air waiting to be spanked just didn't seem romantic enough. Not that his dear understood romance, but Fleet wasn't going to fuck this up. However, he was going to fuck her. As soon as he turned her pretty, creamy bottom pink for being such a naughty elf, hefting the paddle in his hand, he tried not to drool as he stared down at her rounded rump, offered up to him along with her pouting pussy lips glistening pink and the red and swollen nub of her clit. It would be so easy to just mount her right now, take her hard, and then bite down on her shoulder and claim her forever. Fleet? Clementine peeked over her shoulder at him, her white curls shifting with the movement. Are you going to spank me? I've been such a naughty elf tonight you know. The obvious lust on her face and her little moans as her movements made the chains pull at her nipples and pussy lips turned what could have been a cheesy, amusing line into one of the hottest things he'd ever heard. Mount later, mate, when he had her permission, but put leather to that delectable ass now. You really have been a very not elf, Clementine. He said with a smile, lifting the paddle into the air. THWAP. It landed with a short, sharp sound of leather against flesh and Clementine gasped and then immediately moaned, shivering with the sensations. THWAP. The paddle was large enough to cover each cheek as it landed and Fleet was privy to the delightful sight of her creamy skin beginning to brighten. THWAP. THWAP, he wielded the paddle with enough force to make each blow sting, maybe even. Spark a tear or two in her gorgeous blue eyes, but not enough to make her cry out with any real pain. Instead, he added to the heat in her body, enjoying the way her bottom wagged up and down, begging for more in between each sweat while her cheeks wobbled and clenched around the winking red jewel of her plug. While he'd wanted to spank her to more of a Christmas red, he only managed to get her to a strawberry cream pink before he couldn't take it anymore. Clementine squealed as he suddenly slid the prongs from her pussy lips. Her swollen flesh pouted even more invitingly as some of the constricted blood flow began to surge back in. Picking her up, he tossed her onto the bed, crawling up her body as she giggled and spread her legs, loosening and pulling the little loops from her nipples while she squirmed beneath him. Soft hands pressed against his chest, rubbing his muscles as he lined up his cock with the hot, wet opening to her pussy, and then just happened to glance down and he stopped. She looked back up at him, confused. What? Is something wrong? Nothing. He responded softly. Everything is perfect. You're perfect. You just... The way you're looking at me, like I'm special, you are special, you're my mate. He said honestly, goaded by both his reindeer and her surprise that he seemed to be emotionally invested in what was about to happen. Her mouth dropped open in surprise. I am? Yes. He was sure of it. 
His reindeer was too. They both wanted her as theirs. But I won't claim you until you're ready, Dash. I'm ready now. It was Fleet's turn to be shocked. You are? I've been struggling against my feelings for you for weeks, because I thought you didn't notice me. I want you, Fleet. I want all of you. As his emotions surged, his hips thrust forward, and they both cried out as he filled her. The plug in her bottom wasn't large, but he could see from the expression on her face that she was definitely feeling the effects of being so crowded in her lower regions. Her blue eyes were huge, her lips parted as she gasped, her body arching up to meet his, and her pussy clenched around him, making him groan at the exquisite torrent of sensations. Wrapped up inside of her, around her, her cinnamon scent filling his sheets and his scent rubbing all over her body, Fleet felt like everything in the world was perfect. He was home, the he began to thrust, and home became heaven. Forget too much arousal killing her, it was too much sexual pleasure that was going to do her in. Clementine cried out, her nails digging into Fleet's shoulders as he moved atop her, inside her. The plug in her ass moved with every thrust as well, making her feel as though he was claiming her whole body already. With every thrust, his wiry chest hair rubbed against her nipples, his body slapping against her sensitive pussy lips and engorged clit, and her ecstasy was rising higher and higher, without actually peaking. Oh yes! Oh Fleet! Mate? She was his mate. She'd never been so happy in her life. Fleet ground down atop her, like he was trying to rub his body all over her, stimulating all her sensitive nerve endings and making her writhe underneath him before he suddenly lifted and started thrusting again, his movements faster and harder than before. Clementine's back bowed, her nails raking against his skin as she let out a wild cry. With her legs wrapped around his waist, his hands cupping her ass and lifting her lower body in the air to give him the perfect angle to fuck her, her pussy was wide open to his assault. The nub of her clit throbbed with growing euphoria, her inner muscles working to drag him deeper into her body. The wet sound of their bodies coming together filled her ears, punctuated by his horse, panting breaths and low groans of pleasure. It felt like he was trying to burrow into her, to bury himself so deeply it would be impossible to tell where one of them ended and the other began. It was fucking, it was raw passion, and it was making love all rolled into one dot she sobbed out with both emotion and the hot thrill of being in his arms, of being wrapped around him. Fleet! As her orgasm burst over her, she suddenly felt a sharp bite pain where her shoulder met her neck, but instead of interrupting her orgasm it was like a clap of thunder before the storm. Hot bliss ravaged her, moving like an avalanche through her body. She burned hot and cold as her body exulted with inexpressible erotic rapture, clenching and spasming around Fleet's hard cock. His teeth slid away from her skin, tongue licking over the damaged area which somehow felt just as sensitive as her pussy and made her scream again as her climax tipped over for a second time. Oh yes! Yes! Fleet! Sweet Christmas, yes! Shouting his own release, Fleet pummeled her body with several last, rough thrusts as she clung to him, tears sliding from the corners of her eyes at the intensity of the sensation assaulting her. She felt him expand inside of her, throbbing against her own pulsing walls, as his hot cum emptied into her body. Slowly, still rocking in very small thrusts that sent little quivers of aftershock pleasure through her, Fleet's hands on her gentled, lowering her to the bed as he let his muscles relax. The heavy weight of his body on top of hers felt good, and she snuggled her face into his shoulder. Fingers moved over the bite on her own shoulder, which strangely was already mostly healed, and she shuddered at the hot pleasure that sipped through her. Seemed like she had a new erogenous zone. Mine! Finn's deep voice rumbled with satisfaction, and Clementine grinned. Seemed like she was getting what she really wanted for Christmas after all. One month later. You damned reindeer, get away from my ice flowers! Clementine shrieked from the back door. Straightening up his position where he had been marking his territory again the reindeer tossed his head, doing an admirable job of pretending he hadn't been peeing on the boundary line of their yard for the third time that month. Putting her hands on her hips, Clementine scowled at him. Fleet swore up and down he couldn't entirely control everything his other half did, but he seemed so amused at her exasperation that she wasn't sure he was telling the truth. But if he kept peeing on the flowers she planted, they were going to end up dying, and she really would be mad at him. Seeing she wasn't forgiving, the reindeer trotted towards her, doing an admirable job of looking both abashed and contrite. He really was a magnificent creature, she thought as he came closer. Her lips twisted as he thrust his face at her and stroked his nose. Stop peeing on my flowers, Fleet, she said sternly, as sternly as she could. The damn man knew she was a sucker for his animal. She never got tired of seeing him shift. Or I'm going to get out the paddle and use it on you next time we're playing with toys. 
The reindeer snorted and nudged her with his nose. Yeah, the threat was ludicrous. Twisting his head to the side, he gave her a soulful look with his brown eyes. Clementine sighed. All right. I forgive you. You're lucky I love you. Shaking his head, the reindeer's form melted away, leaving a seriously sexed naked man behind. A grinning one who pulled her into his arms, uncaring what the neighbors might see. Yes, I am. He agreed, lowering his lips for a kiss. The luckiest reindeer in the world. His lips landed and Clementine moaned and then giggled as he lifted her up, forcing her to wrap her legs around his waist so he could carry her inside and have his naked, naughty way with her again, and again, and again, for the rest of their lives.